Hi, this is Ivanya Easley with The Closet Chronicles. I am the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about delving a little deeper into the fashion industry from the entrepreneur perspective. We talk with different guests. They share their story on how they got into the industry, as well as expose and inspire and motivate anyone that's in the industry already or if you're just getting started. So today we have a special guest, Tanika, who is a supermodel um, (laughs) and fashion host and just an all-around great person. So she's going to share a little bit about her story. And if you're interested from the modeling perspective of the business, you know, some do's and don'ts and advice and maybe things that she wished somebody had told her when she started. The great thing about learning and getting experiences, we know what to do and what not to do to pass to the next person. Hopefully. Absolutely. So, welcome. Thank you for taking time Thank to you. chat with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes. So uh, just get started. Tell me, you know, how you got started in the business and, you know, how you evolved to the point that you're doing what you're doing now. Well, um, growing up as I'm a country girl from Tennessee, uh, (laughs) you always hear, you know, the tall girls usually typically it's oh you play basketball. That that was the thing. Right. And I I did some sports in high school, but um, I had an aunt that actually was a fashion model in her um, early 20s. And so I always admired watching her because honestly, for us tall girls, if it's not constantly told to you that whole thing of being tall is not always quote unquote what you consider to be cute some of us are awkward you know we all go through an awkward stage obviously but for those of us that are taller you're you know you're tall you're slim uh what you would normally purchase in a junior section yeah that does not always fit you as well so just to get something that's your length of jeans you may have to go to adult and obviously we know back in the day the clothes were not um, designated as they are now. You yes. Know, like now you can find girl. tall, you Absolutely. can find fatigue, you can right. find curvy. Right. right. And so at that time, I think the only separation was really petite at that yeah. time. So there was, a, you know, that was that awkward time where my mom would, you know, have to purchase adult clothing in the smallest size just so that I can find pants that would potentially be long. Uh, not long high water. So, you know, you go through that whole phase, right? Yeah. So as time continued, I always loved fashion. I love beautiful people. I just, I think we all are beautiful in our own yes, way. So just exactly. to see how different people will put different things together. And it's just always been a love in that regard. Fast forward to teenage years, my mom was on um, the board and committee that brought Ebony Fashion Fair to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, obviously we were all familiar with Jet Magazine, Ebony Magazine. So I was very familiar and to see these beautiful women, especially, uh, black women, you know, obviously it's it's like, oh, wow, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. They're tall. Oh my God, they're tall. Right. And that's where representation comes in and matters because it's hard to be what you don't see. I don't think people realize that unless they actually experience whatever that representation is. Whatever it is, I don't think we really realize it or it's at the forefront until you actually experience it. Exactly. So after the fact, well, you know, in adult years where I can sit back and remember just having conversations such as this, like when did that whole thing, when did I recognize it? And that was one of the times where I was like, wow. That was huge for me because I was so excited about it. I mean, you know, the history of Ebony in general, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But for me personally, and in teenage years to say, oh, I get to dress up, I get to put my heels on, you know, 
and I get to go see these tall women. That was what it was for me. Not so much just the fact they were black, but these were tall women yes. that looked beautiful in the clothes that they were wearing. So I went every year um, again because my mom was a part of the committee. I got a chance yes. to go and experience it. And one year I actually met the road manager to okay. the show and he asked me how old I was. We went through that whole thing. He was like, you should audition. And I'm looking like, what, me? Me? Really? You know, it was just a simple. He was like, absolutely. He's like, once you hit 18, you should definitely submit. And the information to audition actually used to be listed in the magazines. Oh, okay. So um, I auditioned. The first year that I auditioned, I did not make it. I was an alternate. It's so funny. That story is so funny to me. But some year, a couple of years passed and my godmother said something to me. She's like, hey, you know, I went to the show this year, blah, blah, blah. I totally think you should do it again. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And at this time, I actually signed with an agency. I was mm-hmm. modeling okay. um, more locally at the time. But um, at, uh, I was slowly booking like small movie parts because that's when Atlanta was slowly trying to start filming movies here or whatever and nothing okay. major just you know extras and things of that nature but it was something I was enjoying at the time so Ebony was not at the forefront <laughs> all right decided yeah okay let me give it a try I did so and I got the call awesome I uh, got the call and so uh, they flew us to Chicago I had a little this experience a little bit different from the first time because the first time as an alternate um <laughs> First time as an alternate was totally different. I was ready. I knew what to wear and what not to wear. Because honestly, that the, the 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 funny sidebar to that is the reason why I was an alternate my first year. Absolutely every model that was there had on a dress, a okay. tight form fitting dress, if you will. Even if it wasn't completely tight, it was a dress. I had on a very high end pantsuit. Ah, yeah, and I was told to dress to impress. That's what I was told. That is yeah. what it, this this came from the office. Dress to impress. Okay, yeah. well, coming straight out of high school, I went in business. You know what I mean? I was yeah. in business space. You know, my mom used to run an OBGYN office, so I'm I, at that point. I had been instilled with the whole business ethics yes. of it all. Not necessarily thinking on the fashion side. And so I yeah. wore a pantsuit. That is yeah. why I was an alternate. So fast forward to the second time I got a chance to audition. I was, obviously, I was prepared. <laughs> um, they tell you right then and there, if you were picked, I was picked. And your typical tour is the it's it's the same cast for the year. And then they typically switch it from year to year. I was blessed to ask to stay on. And I stay on tour for six years. Wow. Yeah. So 189 cities within a nine-month period wow. for six years. Yeah. So that... That's amazing. That yeah, Very, very interesting experience. I learned a lot just I in general. It. I learned a lot about myself, um, people, just people, because what would happen is you would, you know, there's a new group that would come in every year. Everyone was not in the same boat to be asked uh, to come back every year as I was. So I got a chance to meet so many different people from the different cast that would come on, Yeah, you know, from year to year, different upbringings, different backgrounds. That's what I felt like when I went to college. Me. Man, yeah, so I, you know, different it's funny that people. you say that because yeah. I remember saying that to um, a cousin of mine when she was trying to decide where she was going to school. And as much as I, I feel like you know, being near family, if you need anything, the experience when you leave and you have no choice but to meet new people because you're, you know, a 
a little further out from home than you normally would be. It's just totally different. The whole mindset, the whole learning experience, just people is totally different. So yeah, that was interesting. Like I said, learned a lot. Six years. I actually met my husband. He started his first year. The I was going to ask you while you were working because. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we were the best of friends. Um, we were one, excuse me, two of the first three models that arrived to the famous um, Chicago Hilton where we stayed. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so it was him, myself, and another model. And we just all hit it off. We were super cool. And so, yeah, that first year of tour, we were just the best of friends. And then, obviously, um, years and years later, here we are, married with two kids. I tell Aww. you. Best and y'all are such an attractive couple. <laughs> Th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, thank y'all you. look like, okay, two models, very like a Ken and Barbie, the black bird. Ah. Y'all are very attractive together. Oh, thank you. We take that. I, I do. I receive it. I'm always humble to hear that. But that was honestly my first. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to to slide it in any form. But like I said, I did sign with the agency prior to leaving. But again, it was a whole nother separate experience than what I was currently experiencing before I left. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came back, I will say it was a little bit of a. a a culture shock but just shock all around because here you are living tour life for so long all you're doing is show after show after show after show after show and you kind of have to come back to reality and figure out what's that next step and so I remember feeling like what do I do do I continue modeling I was still young I still enjoyed it um yeah what do I want to do should I work for a while like I didn't know what to do at that point yeah. So I still took some jobs trying to figure out as far as agencies was concerned. For those that do not know about Ebony, the show is not your typical runway show. Definitely yeah. not your New York runway show. So yeah. I had to come out of that quote unquote performance yes. space. Um yeah, because you know black people, we like to perform. We, so we, it's like the like, bottom yeah, runners yeah, of Ebony. Totally was, different than the New York. Absolutely. And it was, it took a minute to come out of that space because here I am, I've done that type of show for six years. So I remember even going back and, you know, because I still had friends like the, the, the stage manager had become a very good friend and mentor to me, the because I was assistant commentator. So the commentator for the show was still a friend of mine. So when I would go out and visit or if they were in the city for the next couple of years after I left, because they were, I take that back, two years after I left because they ended the tour as a whole, I guess a year and a half after I left. I had the opportunity to talk to some of the models just to say, hey, just be ready. Because <laughs> when you yeah. do leave, it's a major shock. You got to be able to separate the two. And that right there let me know that I was in a space to kind of give back in a teaching moment, yes. if you will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So after I kind of got out of that space, just to realize how to separate the two, it took me a second. It took me a second to get signed again um, mm-hmm. because that that's the other thing. It's like, okay, what's needed now? What's, how many people look like you? you there yeah. can't be too many in the agency that look like you. That's just the yeah. reality. Do I change my hair? Do I cut my hair? Yeah. Um, as a black woman, that's usually not our thing. Yes. Uh, to cut our hair. But, you know, I'm just going through these just different things to figure out what was next. And yeah. decided not to cut my hair. <laughs> but I just freelanced for a while. I kept relationships with those that I worked with prior to leaving for tour. 
Yes. And uh, uh, thankfully, so I was able to kind of reach out to some of them once I returned. Hey, I'm back. Let me know if you got anything going on. So I freelanced for quite some time before signing with an agency again. And just the the relationship status is actually what was getting me booked. Uh, I don't necessarily tell I wouldn't tell anybody to, to lean on that because you definitely I was spoiled. Well, for me, yeah. let me speak. I, mean, I got spoiled. I was not keeping up with my books as far as keeping my pictures up as a model should. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just like, oh, it's Tanika. They know my size. They already yeah. know my look. They already know what I bring to the table. So, But relationships are really important. And a they lot of are, times, uh, they I are. Mean, it's going to get you in the door. It might not keep you. If you were bad, I'm sure they're going to let you go. But if oh, the right. relationship got you in the door, that's not. that's just business, especially creative business. Because I just people I just, are going to be quick to be like, let me hire my cousin, my sister, or whoever before right. I hire somebody right. I don't know. Right. But I, I will say within that, I, all I would say is make sure that you continue to do your part because yeah. you're, to me, I left money on the table with getting new clients just because I wouldn't keep my yeah, work okay. up as far as pictures is concerned. Yeah. Um, I was just like, okay, okay, you know, I'm fine, whatever, you know, I'm good. But at the same time, too, it was keeping me at a schedule that I was happy and and conducive to. You know what I mean? This is the the schedule. I'm not crazy with go-sees and things of that nature. So, yeah, that's all. Just depending on how much work you want, how often you want to do it. Do you want to do it full-time? Do you want to do it part-time? Because people think, oh, you just get booked and that's it. No, there's times where you go into several auditions, several go-sees. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to get picked and booked for it. So it is time that has to go into that. So that would be my point in connection with your relationship. Do your part. Keep your book up. Um, keep yourself open for for new clients for you to be a new model for another potential client yes. so from there now was you uh, modeling full-time I was I was okay. and that was the thing you know because I did not know if I was going to continue to model for, for for that let me say for full-time coming back from tour because again 189 cities yeah. nine months time I wanted a break, but I didn't want to completely break away from it. Yes. So this allowed me to better keep my schedule because I knew once I signed back with an agency, you know, you're kind of required. Hey, I'm I'm sending you on a go see because after so long, if you don't follow up with the 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 stuff that they're pushing you to do, you will be shelved, and by shelved, kind of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, there's no money coming in. So. Yeah. Went into that, so um, That's the and then same it got way with the styling industry, though. Yeah, you know, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. You know, what do you do now? Yeah. So at this point, it was like, okay, what's gonna be the next step? So I decided to work corporate for a while and still, but I I had to get something that was um, flexible. Yeah. So that I did have the flexibility. If I did book a job, I can do so. My husband was finishing his master's at this particular point. And so he was doing the same and it was, everything was working out. And then we started getting booked more and I'm like, okay. And then the more that we got booked, just having conversations like this, people um, found out that I was the former assistant commentator Mm -hmm. for tour. And it was like, hey, can you host this fashion show? It's a small one, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then more and more of that came. Same thing from my husband. He started getting those same things, even though that's not what his thing was on tour. Mm -hmm. 
it was kind of like, okay, we book one, we book both. Yeah. And that was a huge thing for us because it, to them, it's like a two for one. We get a couple, we get chemistry on stage. One yeah. speaks all the time. Why can't the other one speak? And now he probably has more. He is not a probably. He hosts more than I do yes. at this particular point. So it went into starting to privately train, um, conversations, sitting on a few, you know, not boards, but just coming in and speaking to kids and yeah. personal branding and starting, you know, asking individuals start asking us to produce shows. So just one thing led to another. And most of that came from just simple conversations as you and I are having right now. Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? I know yeah. you used to model, right? What are you doing now? Yeah. And now we now own a company that MC and host and we provide MC and host. We provide DJs for events. And then we also do um, production from a fashion show standpoint as well. So, you know, like we're still modeling when we can. <laughs> when we're booked, we still model. We've got two little ones now. They model. Okay. Um, so we just keeping, keeping it in the, the family. going as much as we can, as much as we can kind of keep up with, you know, with with well, with their schedule, with each other's schedule. And that's kind of where we are right now. That's the now, overview. <laughs> yes. Um, when you say uh, the fashion show production, is it like Michelle with her? I like a full on production mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. We contract out. Yeah. Based upon, um, you know, what are the wants? What are the needs? What are what is the budget? What's the event? You know, we've had luncheons we've done. Uh, we've done bigger productions. We've done a lot of charities, which it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you did a lot of uh, Yeah, we do, we do a money. lot of nonprofit. Yeah. It's funny because when I sit back and think about it, that's actually what Ebony did. If you recall, because I know that you're aware of it, their proceeds, a huge portion of their proceeds went to scholarships. Yes. Went to a lot of college college scholarships. So it, it makes sense. And if I look back, most of the fashion that I've done has been to some sort of charity or scholarship or give back yeah. in general. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of charity, more charities than anything. But yeah, we've done lunches and then we've done full on um, fashion shows. And there's a few events that we've recently host that they're asking us to come in and, you know, talk to them more about taking on the production side of it. So it's funny to go from behind the scenes as an actual talent to behind the scenes with the production of what you guys see because we've we've done it and we've seen it for so long as I said the stage manager that was on that I was on tour with all those years has become a huge mentee of mine so sometimes I can even call him and say hey it's so funny now that I even say that out loud he was in production at our wedding I swear he was was telling the photographer where did they need to go and just it's kind of like you live it for so long when you see it you can't help but to critique it in the most uh respectful way if you will yes yes no I get that because um even from when I worked in movies as a costumer now when I watch movies I'm like oh somebody messed up the continuity right (laughs) the watch is not on the same or like because that now behind the scenes it's just kind of yeah observation you you can't can't help it again it's nothing it's nothing to down anyone's work it's just like hey i know you know (laughs) and and i wouldn't have noticed that i hadn't worked Uh uh-oh i lost you oh can you hear me now there you are yeah yeah i was saying i wouldn't have noticed if i hadn't worked in the business but i think once you work in it it's like oh 
you notice these things because you've been on that side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So um, the best way for people to get in contact with you for if they're like, hey, you know, I need a model. I need a host. I need. Do you prefer people to find you on LinkedIn or social media? Or well, what? you know, I don't mind social media. Um, I don't, uh, Social media is usually the go to uh, the more than me. It's sorry. The, the company, I guess the, I should say what the business name is. The business name is more than me. LLC. Okay. Um, there you can go to the website more than me llc.com but I get a Do lot of Do y'all have a page for it? Yes. Online? Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, but most of the time contacts is either referral which is probably yeah. I would say 80% of our work 80-90% of our work is referral but I do get um, people do reach out to me via Instagram okay. which is uh, Tanika underscore nine T-I-N-I-K-A underscore Well you know nine. I'm going to tag you anyway so that I know I know <laughs> Yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, we, we, we get, um, my husband gets a lot of inquiries, just finding out, usually we just kind of want to know what the event is for, yeah. um, what we can do. And if it's something that we can't do, obviously we'll definitely turn it over or a refer someone yeah. that we believe that would be a better fit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we always like to have the conversation. Say, cool. Cool. I love yeah. that. Now, what advice would you give to a model or aspiring model or, um, you know, one that is trying to find her way in this industry as a model? Well, first and foremost, I would be uh, brutally honest. Everyone's not a model. That's, yeah. that's the, I think that's the first thing that people have to understand. We are not all models. Now, everyone has also a different definition of a model. To me, you know, professionally modeling, you are getting paid to walk a runway, to yeah. do a print ad, to do a commercial. Now, if you're in the Atlanta area, um, let's just be honest, Atlanta is more print, more commercial. Yes. yes. They're really not runway. We have runway shows here, obviously, but our the 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 bulk of our modeling income, for, for lack of better words, is definitely right now the commercial. So yes. I would get with a great photographer, wait, photographers yes. and just shoot, you know, just shoot. There's going to be a lot of no's and there'll be a few yeses, but definitely I would start there, you know, build up some sort of book. Um, Atlanta's doing a lot of film now, so you can even start there because what ends up happening is you overlap. So I yeah. would just suggest to someone to get out there, try to go to those networking parties. Remember that everybody is not an agent. Yes. Uh, Atlanta is saturated with, oh, I'm a producer, I'm a model, I'm a direct. I mean, we are saturated <laughs> with it. So I would definitely, you know, research who you are um, mingling with from a professional side if you really, really want to just check and see if this person is legit. Yeah. Obviously, I would always say if you can get with an agent so that they can actually represent you get yeah. with an agency that can represent you and they will even tell you what they're going to require of you from a picture standpoint. Yeah. I would definitely do that. Uh, but again, just, just put on the, the heavy exterior and be okay with hearing no, yeah. but also allow it to empower you enough to continue to push forward because again, you're going to hear no, that's just a part of it, but yeah, that's part of life. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely some yeses out there. Um, yeah. Figure out what you want to do. Figure out your body as far as like, what do you think you look best in from a modeling perspective? You're looking in the in the the magazines and you got to remember that they are dolled up. A team did yes. that. Yes. <laughs> a team did that. So you can't completely compare yourself to what you're seeing um, 
in these magazines. Social media is big right now. I am, that is so not my lane, but there's so many people getting paid just by posting pictures of themselves on Instagram right now that are getting sponsorships and paid advertisement. That's not my lane. My lane is photographs, yeah. agencies, fashion shows. So yeah. I speak highly of that. So to, 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 from my expertise, um, from a vet perspective, if you will, I would do that. Try your best to get, get with a good agency and see if they can get you out there and get you seen and get you some pictures and get you some work. Get you yes, some work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for taking time to share story, your journey, and give feedback and advice. You know, we worked with a lot of models over this past weekend, so I'm going to make sure I tell them to tune in to this episode because we end up having 16 models hit the runway. You have to go and catch um, You have to go check out my Instagram so you can check uh, put the highlights up? Absolutely. Yes, I put, uh, well, you know, they're in the stories, actually. Um, Hold on. Let me see. Because, you know, stories disappear after 24 hours. Absolutely. Um, But I think it's still some up because they were, like, resharing to death. So, yesterday, all I did was reshare whatever. Post it. Okay. Yeah, it's still some up for you to get a a glance of the story. I haven't made a reel yet because I'm tired. But but I know my team (laughs) is making one, and that'll come out Friday. So, worst case, if I don't make one, I'm going to use the one that my team makes and put it out on Friday. Well, I'm going to definitely check it out. Thank you again. You know, little tidbits are always helpful for for all parties. So I I, I definitely believe in what you're trying to put out there to help the next one come up. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we need to reschedule lunch soon. We do. We do. Absolutely. Um, And then I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And um, I'll tag you when this goes live. It'll probably go live next week. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. you. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.